podcast. Coming to you from the Midwest Coast. I'm inside that miraculous establishment, the Midwest Healing Center, Lake of the Ozarks Podcast, Studio B. This is the New Old School Podcast. I'm your host, Don Allen. Tell somebody about the podcast. It's all free. You know, you can download any of these free apps to any mobile device, Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Store, and Spotify. They're all free. It's freer than a gallon of uh, liberal tears over the idea that Roe v. Wade might be turned over. Oh, have you seen these guys? They care so much. Oh, I know. Believe me, I don't get to talk about this because I'm a man. Wait, did you just assume my uh, uh, gender? Did you assume my gender? Maybe I identify as something else, and then I can talk about it, I guess, right? Oh, that doesn't work here? What? What? That only applies... Oh, that only applies when they say. Okay. I guess I get no opinion whatsoever because I'm a male and I'm a Christian. So I'll move on. Nothing to see here, kids. It's so amazing how we went from everybody must get the shot. It's not your choice. You must do it to, oh, wait, my body, my choice. That escalated quickly. Get the free apps. It's not near as difficult to figure out. And uh, they don't identify as anything else. They're just apps. And they're always going to be free. How's everybody doing today? Oh, I know that, you know. That's ridiculous. But hey, we can talk about it. As a Christian, as a minister, I can talk about anything that I want to talk about, actually. But we don't, uh, we don't shy away from these topics. Not at all. So we're, we're not worried about what people think about it. I uh, hope you're doing good today. We started a new series titled How to Receive Healing, a very big topic. How can I receive healing? So many misconceptions and really just silly stuff, if you think about it. I grew up in the charismatic circles, and so their answer for healing was, just believe you receive. There, see, done. No, done, just just believe you receive. Well, believe I receive what? Or how? How do I believe what? No, no, just believe you receive. That great statement was brought to you by the same people who would say, devil, it is written. No, I mean, that's it. That's, that's how you get the devil to leave you alone. You just say those words, devil. It is written. No, no, you don't actually have to say what is written. Just say, it is written. That'll show him. We just say stuff. We just say stuff. Now, I get it that many in that circle will understand what you mean, but what about the rest of the entire planet out here that has no idea what in the world we're talking about? Hey, do you want to get slain in the spirit? You want to get slain? You want to get slain? No, no, I don't want to get slain. Uh, we got to go back to some basic foundations of healing here because it's in these foundations you can pull upon when things don't seem to be going the way that I think that they should. So I said it uh, this way last time that we were together. I think many have come into this having seen now with, with social media the way that it is, uh, seeing how some are doing things and, and how it may be saying some things concerning healing. And I think a lot of people, and, and I pr- praise God for their desire to do so, but a lot of people have jumped in at LMNOP and they missed ABC. You know, maybe they're getting the 5.0 version and they didn't see what it took to get there. So like anything else along the way, uh, you learn what to do and you learn a whole lot of what not to do. And so people have missed a lot of that. 
So I just want to go back to some basics here about healing because this is a very important tool in the tool belt of evangelism for today. It's a must to really be effective in reaching the lost and in being healed yourself. And so we talked about this. Um, we talked last week about knowing and acting on the word of God. We know God's word is anointed. It's uh, we, we, we place so much on anointings. The word of God is anointed. It's filled with God's power. It can destroy every yoke of bondage, including sickness and disease. You know, Proverbs says uh, his words are life, they're health, they're medicine to our flesh in Proverbs 4. So we talked a bit last time about allowing what you heard or read to move you to actions that releases the power of the word of God. We said it's all deposited for you like money in a bank, but you have to make the withdrawal. So we don't actually see the money, but we we have a statement that says it's ours in the same way that the word of God allows us to know what is ours before actually seeing it. But, But make no mistake, it's very real. It's all waiting for you to get it. So let's move on today looking into some foundational things. Again, like feeding your spirit continuously. And again, um, you know, an elemental P issue, missing ABC. Elemental P says, I need somebody to give me a word. I need somebody to give me a word. They're always seeking a word from God. But if they would get into their Bibles at ABC and read that and meditate on it, you're going to discover that God is speaking to you from every page. But see, you, you don't get that at Elemental P. That's an ABC thing. Those out there today always seeking some new revelation from God, well, you haven't even done anything with the last one or the revelation from the word. What do you need a new one for? You didn't like the last one? Now, you got to begin to walk in the light of what it is that you know through the word of God first. That's the ABC. Because listen, if you want a word, the devil will give you one. He'll oblige you. (laughs) But if you've mastered the ABC, you're going to recognize what spirit is behind whatever word you're receiving. So without ABC, the devil can come in, and like he tried to do with Jesus, he began to talk just enough scripture to make that make you think, well, that might be God. No, the more you walk in what you know from the word of God, I promise the more is going to be given to you. It's the truth, and it's the power of the word of God, and that sets people free, not some new fresh word. I'm not against it, I'm just saying, but that's, you know, we, we seek some things out not really understanding what we're asking for. I, I know we all like the feel goods about getting something fresh and exciting and new, but that's a house built upon the sand at times. And it's all good until it's not good. When the winds come and the rains come, it's at that point, it's going to look down to see what I got to hold on to. And if the foundation of the word of God isn't there, but just your fresh word, well, that fresh word may not hold you. I want to look at it real quick, Matthew 7, because I, I know you want a word, a new word, a fresh word. But again, Are you doing anything with the word that you have? Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them. Oh, wait a minute. Hearing and what else? Now, this is Jesus speaking. So whoever hears these words and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended. The floods came. The winds blew. They beat on the house, but it didn't fall for it was founded on the rock. But everybody who hears these sayings of mine, so you're still hearing it and does not do them. Oh, wait a minute. So they heard. So it's not that they didn't know. It's not that they didn't get a word. They did get a word. But did you do anything with that word? Well, I want a fresh word. I want a fresh word. Now, listen, you, you, listen. He's going to be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rains descended. The floods came. The winds blew. They beat on the house and great was its fall. They had nothing to pull from. When it was all going to hell in a handbasket, and they looked down to what they got, 
that fresh word wasn't holding them. I'm not against them, but that can't be the only foundation of your Christianity is living from fresh word to fresh word. It's not knowing the word. It's just... It's not knowing the word and and not knowing. It says they both knew the word, but one did something with that word that they knew. And the other, well, yeah, I heard what you said. I heard what you said, but when it all starts to hit the fan, and it will, it will. It's the one that heard and then did something with it that's going to make it, right? Not the one that's just so knowledgeable and a great teacher and they just really know how to present it. No, 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 not going to make it. (sighs) Guys, I'm... I'm so tired of the show, guys. Many are picking their favorite preachers by stage presence and their deep knowledge of the Word of God and how they can prick your emotions. And wait, are they really doing anything? This says that if you're hearing and you're not doing, let's look at it. James 1, be doers of the Word. This is James 1, 22 through 24. Be doers of the Word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anybody is a hearer of the word and not a doer, you are like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. He looks at himself, but he goes away and he immediately forgets what kind of a man that he was. Be a doer, not just a hearer, deceiving your own self. Meaning what? Oh yeah, I I know this and I know that and I know the other and I know the Bible. And yes, this says this and the Greek meaning of this and the Hebrew means that. Oh, okay, great. But are you doing anything? Because if you're not doing anything with that, you have deceived yourself. You've deceived yourself. Well, man, that was a great message. Who cares? Are you living it? If you're here and not actually applying it and doing it, you are like a man that looked into a mirror and he sees what he looks like. But when you leave, you don't remember the details. What do I really look like? Could I, you know, could I really have an understanding No, I hate deception. And this one, this is one of those that has been running rampant in the body of Christ. Those that attend meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, they gain all these nice pieces of knowledge and wisdom, but they don't use it. Well, I have the paperwork. I graduated from the School of the Frozen Chosen Higher Ministry. I've been ordained by Mr. Big School of Ministry. And, you know, we can drop names, drop it like it's hot. And again, I'm not against study and I'm not against schooling and all that, but you better use it. The Bible says if you don't, danger awaits. And this is why we here at this ministry, we push so hard to get people to get up and go do something. Put the word to the test. Anything, just please go out and do it. Take what you do and know and don't worry about what you don't know and do something and allow the helper to help. See, I've observed those who have possibly relied on education or knowledge. And in the end, many of them think I can do it. I can do it, and if it's not getting done, then I'll learn something else. Or If I can't get it done, then it isn't going to happen because I know all this. And we have not allowed the helper to help. So I say all that again, not to come against study of the word, but to more so focus on doing something with the study that you have. I've heard many say when it comes to healing, well, I've already heard that. No, no I, I know you heard, but have you done Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So what natural food is to your body, so, so the word of God is to your spirit. Now you can eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and do nothing. You can get fat on the word, but will you exercise it? Will you use it? Will you build the spiritual faith muscle? And well, the word is nourishment to your spirit, man. And again, like natural food, we don't say, well, I've already eaten that before, so I'm never eating it again. 
It's the truth that makes us free. But see, we know the word is the truth, but it's that truth that you discover that will make you free. I can preach it, but do you really receive it? Do you find it? Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Well, faith comes by hearing, and well, we are hearing a lot of different things, and it's those things that if you are hearing them and receiving them, they can build faith into you. So what am I saying? Be very careful what you hear. So this is why the old argument, well, I've heard that before, it doesn't really hold weight. No, I know you hear that, but faith comes by hearing and accepting what you heard as the truth. See, the word of God isn't just words on a page. It contains power. It is anointed, and it has power to change your life. John 8 and verse 32, you shall know the truth. Now, wait a minute now. You shall know it. Not about it. Not I heard that before. You will know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And the only way to really know it is to get it in your heart. And the best way to do that, do the word. Do the word. It gets planted in you. You hear it, you meditate on it, you think about it, and you do it. Now, don't mistake what I say in do it. See, yes, I mean to hear it and actually get out and do things in public. Yes, that. Like, like um, you know, getting out with people and laying hands on them. Yes, yes, that. Uh, but how, how about doing it like believing it? See, there's a doing and having a belief by faith, meaning, meaning what we would call standing on the word of God. That's what we call it, standing on the word. See, doing the word can be rejecting doubt and unbelief, right? It can be hearing it, yes, but applying what you heard to your belief. So a lady that shared a testimony with me, she had a niece that had a stroke. And uh, so she went into the hospital in a coma, this niece. Non-responsive, had machines hooked up to her that caused her to breathe and her heart to pump. And they started by running some brain activity scans only to discover that it wasn't showing anything. So this aunt remembered that somebody had given her our 101 Healing Scripture CD. We have a CD, it's free, that we give away uh, at this ministry. It's 101 Healing Scriptures placed to some nice music. It's about 25 minutes long. So she remembered this, that somebody had given her this CD. She's in Kentucky. And uh, so she gets a CD player and she asked, can I play this in the room for my niece? Can I set it over to the side and can I just have it on repeat? So they agreed to allow her to do that. Uh, You can order the CD at twoguysinthebible.com. We would love to send you one for free too. But she plays this and, and she said, after a certain amount of time, she began to notice that when the CD got to a certain point and on the CD, it says something like, imagine Jesus actually carrying your sickness. Like whatever your issue is, see Jesus carrying that. See him, see him doing that. So she said it would get to this point of, of that CD, because again, it's only 25 minutes long, so it was playing over and over. And she said, but it would get to that point and this niece would cry, that tears would flow out of her eyes. Well, the doctor said, that's just an involuntary act. It doesn't mean anything. So they go and they check the brain activity again. Uh, but this aunt swore that every time that it got to this one place, she would begin to cry. Tears would fall out of her eyes. So as it went for a bit, they finally come and they said, look, we're going to have to ask you to make some decisions here. We need to remove life support from her. They ran one last test and nothing, no activity. So they agreed and they began to remove the monitors and all the little wires, you know, the little sticky things they had on her body and and they begin to remove all these. And the last thing would be the breathing tube. And so while the CD is still playing, and so they remove that breathing tube. And all of a sudden, this girl sat straight up in her bed. And with whatever voice that she could muster, she said her name and said, I'm alive. I'm alive. Well, n- needless to say, a miracle took place. But she, she shared that as she was in that coma, this niece shared later that she heard that CD. 
And she heard that part over and over where it said, imagine Jesus carrying your sickness, your issue. And she said, I could see it. I could see it. That when I heard that over and over, I could see it, even though I was hearing it over and over and over, but I saw him. I saw him and doubt left me. I knew I was going to come out of this. She said, I knew it. I was aware and I was going to come out because I saw him. And when I heard that and the aunt and the aunt uh, on the flip side, she too continued to play uh, again, that CD being sure that it kept going on and on because she too knew to fight doubt and unbelief, to act upon the word of God, to stand upon the word until the miracle came. And that woman went healed. That was candy from Kentucky. Healing belongs to you, but most people miss it because they think if healing belongs to me, why don't I have it? They believe that the blessing, uh, the blessings of God are just going to fall uh, from above like rain, but that's not true. The blessings of God must be appropriated by faith in the word. So, for example, the greatest blessing of all, salvation. Now, salvation is for every single human being on the planet, isn't that? The most ranked sinner can be forgiven and born again. You could be in jail. You can be in prison. You could be a Boy Scout. You can be on death row for murder or a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. A millionaire is broke as a joke. It's for the most faithful church-going person or the one that damns God's name. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. He paid for salvation of every single human on the planet, but you must believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior before it happens. It belongs to everybody, so why isn't everybody born again then? Well, it's either either nobody has told them, or they've been told, and yet they do not believe it and accept him for themselves. They're not acting upon the knowledge they have. Well, the same goes for healing. It's for every man. It's every woman on the planet, but either people haven't heard for themselves that it's for them, or they've heard and they yet to accept it and act upon it for themselves. But it does belong to them and you. And we know the Bible says it's the anointing that destroys yokes and removes burdens, but to release the power, one has to act upon it by believing it for themselves. So the real issue is one of believing the word specifically when it comes to by his stripes, you were healed. This is what first Peter says. Here he is. He's looking back upon those events that took place. He knew that Isaiah said that by those stripes, we are healed. And he looked back and he's reflecting upon those events. And he thought Jesus secured that he, he did. He fulfilled that prophecy. And so by his stripes, you were healed. You were, he, he provided healing. It's all there. And so in Jesus's mind, it's done. Nothing more to do on his part. So it, it must be up to man to decide. Will I accept that it is mine? I mean, Peter sat there and he looked back and he said, wait a minute, you were healed. Well, wait, if I was healed, then why am I not healed? No, he's saying it's all right there for you to grab that Jesus fulfilled it and you were healed in his eyes. You are a millionaire. Before you ever saw the money in the bank and you didn't see it, but you got the paperwork that says it's yours. And so he's saying you are a millionaire. So he's saying, hey, maybe you're not experiencing the healing manifested in your body, but don't think it's not there. Again, you've got to go and appropriate it and grasp it and grab it and decide that it is mine. I've dealt with this many times in many situations, speaking to those that are believing for healing. And I'd read in Matthew 8, 17, 1 Peter 2, 24, by whose stripes you were healed. Now that's past tense. Right? I mean, you think, is that past tense? Is it present tense? Is it future tense? No, it's past tense. See, it's not even something that's coming. It is finished. It's past tense. So if you were healed, then you are healed, right? And I would encourage each one of you to repeat that, that by his stripes, I was healed. You got to read it. You got to say it over and over again until you get it. Not going to be, I was, so I am. I am healed. I had a woman come to me, been diagnosed with breast cancer. She said she got a second opinion. It agreed with the first one, breast cancer. I said, well, what are you going to do? 
I said, well, here's what I, I recommend. Find one healing scripture, one that means more than any other one, that one that just ministers to you more than any other one, not all 101, just find one. She said, oh, by his stripes, I am healed. I said, okay. Okay, so if God's word is like medicine, as it says in Proverbs 4, then you need to start taking your meds. I said, so I'm telling you that I need you to say that scripture three times a day for 30 days and see what happens. She said, I'll say it 10 times a day. And I said, well, you can't overdose on God's medicine. So that works. But I said, do it every day. And I said, do it out loud, right? Just like taking medication by mouth, do it out loud. By his stripes, I am healed. So she comes to see me after a couple of weeks and she uh, spoke to me uh, after she spoke to me for the first time. She said, hey, I don't need you anymore. You know, just joking about me about the times that she would always come to me and ask me to pray for her. She said, I don't need you anymore. I said, yeah, well, why is that? She said, well, I went home and I wrote those scriptures by his stripes. I am healed on sticky notes. And I placed them all over the house. I placed them in my car. I placed it at work. So when I brush my teeth, by his stripes, I am healed. When I go to the refrigerator, by his stripes, I am healed. When I go to turn on the porch light to leave, by his stripes, I am healed over and over time and time again every day for the past couple of weeks. But the other day I was getting ready to leave the house. She said, and I went to flip on the porch light and there it is, by his stripes. That's like my last one as I leave the house. By his stripes, I am healed. And then she said, wait a minute, wait a minute. By his stripes, I am healed. No, no, I am. I am healed. And she said, it's just like something dropped into my heart from my head. And she said, wait a minute, I, I am right now healed right now. I I'm healed. And Donnie, that lump disappeared from my breast. And I went to the doctors and they said they cannot find it. It's gone. Guys, there is power in that word as a script. It's not just telling the story. It's releasing a truth to you that your body needs to accept. Hey, you were healed. It's just like taking medication. Take those capsules inside of those capsules is a truth that says, by his stripes, you are healed. You were and you are and you take that and you take that and it saturates you. You were healed. You got to get that from the head and down into the heart. And once in the heart, it begins to work on the body. And before you know it, you're now acting upon the word and your body is actually manifesting that healing. Why? Because that truth is making you free. So I highly encourage you to stand on the word today. No, don't just be a hearer. Don't deceive yourself. Receive it as your own personal medication. Do the word. I'll tell you what, you do the word, the word will do for you. Well, that's all the time I have for today. Thank you so much for joining me on the New Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Until next time, you know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be attempting the ridiculous and achieving the miraculous.